Good afternoon, Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design Franchise, where we talk about anything that is of relevance to an embedded developer. I am here for this week's Embedded Executive Podcast. And this week, my guest is Dr. Andreas Kuhlman. He is the Executive Chairman and Interim CEO of Tortuga Logic. Hello, Andreas. How are you? Very well. Uh, thanks, uh, Rich, for having me here. Oh, my pleasure. So you guys do security, and that's something that we talk about a lot. We actually just came off of our very recent uh, IoT device security conference where we talked about pretty much every aspect of security. However, in hearing what you guys do, um, I'm wondering if we, if we missed part of this in that the developers that we're speaking to um, are already past the point where they should have been thinking about security and it and they really should have started earlier in the design process um what do you think about that it, rich it depends what business you're in right i mean uh, it really is right at the end of the day it's uh, uh, security is a business requirement and there needs to be you know driven from the business side um, if I look at um, 10, 15 years ago, when we started in application security, that was the same discussion we had, you know, are we starting too late? And over the last, you know, 10, 15 years, we made a lot of progress on the software side. I think what people really forgot, or at least, you know, thought this is just an academic exercise, it's hardware security. And that's what we are doing at Tortuga Logic, really focusing on hardware security. And you probably remember when Spectre came out, you know, when Meltdown came out, I mean, it was a huge wake-up call for everybody realizing, you know, something that you thought is a castle that's just fortified, it's actually not. And uh, people are fairly sophisticated with the attacks today and it can be uh, dramatically damaging. So going back to your question, it depends. So but you, you said something there that I, I wanna take you to task on. You said security is a business, business decision. Does, does that mean we're, we're looking at, well, what would happen if if I was hacked, how much would it hurt my business? Is is that where you're going with that? hundred percent, right? I mean, what it boils down to is the trade-off. How much do you want to do preventative, meaning you know, preventatively in the design process, either software or now increasingly hardware and 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 harden the chip, harden you know your your firmware, harden your OS layer versus how much are you ready to take a risk? And if something bad happens you know, either a real breach or, you know, as researchers just find a vulnerability and you have to now deal with the, with the, with the aftermath of this, right? And, and, and if you look at particularly now, GDPR came in, you know, in, in Europe, you look at California has, you know, a tighten up, you know, privacy laws. So there's a lot of risk for your business if you don't take security uh, seriously. Okay. So where does Tortuga Logic fit into all this? So we really fit into, you know, the preventative scheme on the hardware side. I mean, if you look at uh, today's chips, you know, whether it's a microprocessor or, or it's an SOC, there's more and more security features built in. And, uh, you know, uh, and these security features, if you don't get them right, you know, you have security vulnerabilities that can be exploited. I think what's always so interesting about chip security is um, for a hacker, uh, who wants to really hack into a chip, you can take that chip offline. You can put it in your basement. You can isolate yourself and you can have all the time in the world 
to crack it open, you know, to find some vulnerability. It's like a, as if a bank robber, right, could take an entire bank and put it on a, I don't know, hundred wheeler, right, drive it to the desert and nowhere it camps, and you have all the time in the world to find a vulnerability anywhere in the bank. So it's it's a it's a pretty scary business. But could I make the argument that what you're talking about is overkill when when you when you when you factor in you have something like trust zone that already takes care of a lot of that. I don't think it's an overkill, right? Because if you have to look at the, you have to look at, you know, again, on the impact, if there's a vulnerability found. People, you know, use now, you know, things like, you know, a trusted route, you know, and so on in the hardware. What it really boils down to, what are your secret, you know, secret assets and to protect the secret assets. But getting that right is very difficult. There are plenty of examples where, you know, you don't get it right. And if you don't get it right, you know, someone can extract the key. And once you have a key, you can essentially get to the entire system. A latest example is where people extracted the encryption key at the Intel processor to get to the microcode. Now you get to the microcode, you can reverse engineer the microcode, you can find the security patches. This has a huge impact on a lot of systems. So how do you ensure that you get it right in your words? I think a security needs to be treated like any other uh, uh, functionality in chip design. It needs to really start with the business requirements, be really clear what are, you know, what business are you in? What's the risk if you have a breach or you have a vulnerability discovered? Compile this into security policies. And with the policies, now you get into design features. How much do you put actually in the architecture? And you get into a testing scheme, you know, where you now have a rigorous testing throughout the development process. You fix the issues you find, you know, at the moment you find them, and then you go to security sign-off. I think the difference uh, between security sign-off, a timing sign-off, or you know, any other power sign-off or so is security doesn't have as crisp of a metrics uh, to measure against. That's why starting from the business requirements is, is very important. And we at Tortuga, that's what we do. I mean, we have services, we have technology for um, you know, uh, installing or helping customers to build a secure process, secure development process, and then uh, you know, the testing technology with that. So that's all well and good if, if, if I'm just starting my design, but there's a heck of a lot of stuff that's already out there that may or may not be secure. What's your advice to those people who, who are already past that starting point? I think monitoring, you know, any vulnerabilities that are being found in the research community or anywhere else, patch your system as you can, and um, you know, be be aware of, you know, what um, what can be done to 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 correct any of these vulnerabilities. Very good. Well, thank you, Andreas. This has been uh, enlightening for sure. Okay, Rich. Thanks for having me, and I hope you know that was helpful. Absolutely. That was Dr. Andres Kuhlman. He is the executive chairman and interim CEO of Tortuga Logic. And I am Rich Nance with Open Systems Media. You have a great day, Andres. Thank you, Rich.